never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. News Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kobach. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kobach. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kobach. I'm your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, February 11th, 2019. And we're here to talk about all them things that matter. The Knicks have lost 15 in a row. Probably going to end up going 10 and 72. And they changed the lottery. So the number one team doesn't have the best chance. Well, still has the best chance to win the uh, number one, but is now equal to two and three. Yay. That's what I was thinking about this weekend. But I'm hoping you're having a good day. As again, this is a show about, uh, you know, all that stuff. Washington, D.C. The economy. Markets. Unemployment. Deficits. All that. And as always, we'll cover all that. Hope you're having a good day. Hope you had a good weekend. As you know, we'll be traveling uh, later in the week. Uh, we're only going to be do six shows from far away, but I have a sneaking suspicion that um, we're going to need Adam for a couple as we'll be in far-off lands and not sure how well the uh, web will be, but we will be prepared. I'm uh, going to do some business in Israel. And I'm uh, heading to, uh, not this coming Saturday, but the next Saturday, we'll be in Petra, Jordan. Going to see Petra and one of the seven wonders of the world. I am looking forward to that. We will keep you informed. I have my office going with me. No, my office. I have three screens that travel with me. Take them apart, put them together. On one screen, let's see, let me tell you what I have. All the oils, all the medicals, all the retail, all the gold and silver, all the hotels, all the gaming, all the autos, defense stocks, all the housing, all the transports, all the commodities, all the airlines, all the machinery, all the medical, all the uh, restaurants, all the managed care, which by the way is getting slaughtered today, all the biotech, all the financials. All the semiconductors, all the housing related. On my other screen, the Dow 30. Leaders, separated by group. The marijuana stocks. No, really. On my other screen is my lesser screen. Don't ask me what a lesser screen is. I just made it the lesser screen. And they walk with me wherever I go. It's like a pet. So we'll be reporting to you... um, Starting Friday from Israel. We'll be in Jerusalem on Thursday, on Friday. That is correct. And I think we'll be in good shape there for the uh, web. Uh, you know we may have another government shutdown this week. You know, as I have told you, on the whole, it doesn't mean a lot. But for individual people, it means a lot. It's almost embarrassing. Almost. It is embarrassing that these leaders do not come together. But then again, these are the same people that brought us $22 trillion of debt. So why are we even surprised that they wait to the last second? Why are we even surprised that the Democrats that were all for 
walls and more walls and more walls throughout the years. We have video of them wanting walls and more walls. Why be surprised that they're just lying now? And why would we be surprised that nobody in the media is calling them out on their lies? Why are we surprised? I'm not. Why are we surprised that Donald Trump had two years? Count them. Two years of having the House and Senate in the White House. Oh, but he didn't have 60 in the Senate. Do you know how easily it would have been for him if he put it front and center to have – there was an offer of $20 billion. So we got a president that screwed that up. But all of a sudden, the world will end if we don't have more of a wall. So, again, and why do you think we have central banks staying in negative rates in Europe and Japan? And our central bank, I did a freaking 180 within seconds to cover up all this crap. That's what they're doing, to cover up miscellaneous stupidity, miscellaneous morons, brought to you by politicians in both parties and a compliant media who report only what is in behalf of their own in a way that helps their own and screws the other side and vice versa. So I guess we may have another shutdown Friday. Uh, Supposedly they're talking now to get something done. But just remember what all this is, ladies and gentlemen. The minute they get elected, they are running for re-election, which means screw you, the taxpayer. Screw, screw you Americans, we are working for ourselves. And if you don't like it, tough. Because we are in our districts and we gerrymandered them away where we could never lose. Or we own the Senate seats because we have so much money behind us. And we can't get a government to run efficiently and effectively and all that fun stuff. Yay. Uh, we are pre-taping the show in the final hour. I think we'll be taking you to close to the end of the market. It's 3.25 p.m. Eastern Time. The market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Uh, Dow down 53, S&P up 1, NASDAQ up 8, NASDAQ 100 down 3. Transport's up 131. Norfolk Southern just said something about what they want to do, and the stock's up 6. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. It, it, it's that type of a market, I guess. But if you notice, pullbacks are nominal. Controlled and rotational. And that's that. And I must say today, while the Dow down 52, Chipotle just gapped up and sat for days up 19 today. Now, that's only about 3%, but it's still up 19. And some of these names that gapped up recently, and you should keep a, a list of all these gaps, are setting up for further moves. And we're just sitting there watching them setting up right now. Software names continue to be not soft continue to get money flows, but a bunch of them are reporting this week and next, and we're going to be watching them closely. Damage in the market, not a lot. Last week we told you it looked like the oils, financials, rolling over a bit. I will tell you that the managed care, the HMOs are really getting hit hard now. Even United Health and the Dow has really rolled over badly. But things like Humana and WellCare are acting pitifully. So a few areas not so good shape, and we suspect, listen carefully, it's going to get narrower now. As we have rallied up, worked off the oversold condition, very oversold, and it's going to get narrower. We'll tell you where the leadership is. We don't know how long it lasts or how far it goes, but we also continue to get good ends of day. And a few minutes ago, we were down 80-something, and NASDAQ was down 8. We're rallying a bit. Up next, much more in the market. 
my comments on a whole load of stuff. I'm Barry. This is the one only in today. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Caldwell. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. By the way... If you do not get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6 or 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also, GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at GaryCallPalm. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes and the email service. One month free. ConvictionLeaders.com. Press the button at GaryK.com. All right. So, generally, major indices remain above the 50-day moving average, but mostly below the 200-day moving average as the 50-day crossed. Major indices, this second, showing really no distribution whatsoever. Whatsoever. I think we had one bad day. Uh, major indices are now in the real midst, the big midst, the important midst of the mid-level of the big gigantic range where, as we said, it's starting to narrow which is actually normal, because what happens is, as you rally up after a bad market, the market will start separating the leadership from the not-so-leadership, and that's what we are starting to see now. And we'll get some more outcome in the days and weeks ahead. We'll be able to say to you things like, as we stated, well, financials continue to lag badly. Most of them are, and some of them have been rolling over a little bit here. We'll be able to say oil's doing the same, the energy stocks. We'll be able to tell you names like Kohl's and Gap Stores and Target and Nordstrom's and a bunch of these retail are acting horribly and remain a void. We'll be able to tell you these managed care. Yikes. And I've been looking for news on why the HMOs would be getting smacked around. I don't have that for you yet. We can tell you that the commodities, while they've rallied up some, still lag badly. Not seeing them yet roll over yet, and we'll let you know. Autos ain't happening. Amazon, Google, Microsoft, some other big names act poor. Facebook gaps up on earnings, but is having trouble at the gap. And looks like it may be starting to get distributed in that gap area. Not sure, but a chance. This is how we do things. Separation of strength and separation of weakness. And then as mentioned at the outset, Chipotle gaps up, sits for a day, it's up 20 today. So the gap has not satisfied price on the upside. And I noticed their guidance is guided to have a little acceleration in the next quarter to the point where I went to visit three Chipotle's this weekend. Now, it's a small sampling, but each of the people who work there said things have picked up over the last three months. Nobody said picked up big time, but picked up. And I guess, and I didn't you know, I, I kind of knew it, but they now sell queso. And they're also thinking about putting in drive throughs So maybe that's at work the little things of how we think. But overall, and most importantly, just not seeing overall distribution as of yet. As of yet. Advanced decline figures? Decent. 
the closes on a daily basis? Good. And interesting enough, in case you don't know, when I wake up in the morning, I wake up around 5.36 a.m. The first thing I do is I go to some certain areas on my Twitter feed. That's what I basically use a lot of Twitter for. I have certain people that I like reading every day to see the morning news. One's called Zero Hedge. They're quite sarcastic and have a bent towards the bearish, but I want to see what they're saying. And I'll look at a few other things, so I'll know if there are upgrades or downgrades. But I'll also see, and this is important, the tone of how the feelings are of the market. And you know what I'm reading a lot of? Let me tell you what I'm reading a lot of. You ready? I'm reading a hell of a lot of, we're going into recession. Now, let me promise you something. I'm promising you something. If we are going into a recession here in the United States, that means other areas around the globe are going to be real bad. That's number one. But number two is the most important part of the equation. The market will break down first before we go into recession. Just letting you know. And due to the fact that we haven't yet, calls into question. And yes, I do know what the central banks are doing. The morons are now floating, printing money when there's not an emergency. And remember, I'm not a violent person. I'm not violent. I've never been in one fight. Well, I've only been hit in the face once in my life in seventh grade by a guy named Robert B. I'm not going to mention his last name. And I think I was asking for it. I was a wise ass. And I wasn't asking. She never got hit in the head. But he, he hit me in the, in the, you know, when I went crying, went to the principal. Anyway, I'm not violent, and I don't want anybody to be injured. So let me just say this. Can we just send all these central banks to the outer parts of Antarctica? And I'll give them the parkas, and I'll give them heat also. But can we just send them away? No, I guess not, right? For some reason, they're well-liked. Anyway, they are now actually floating the trial balloon that instead of lowering rates... Maybe they'll just print more money. I'm speechless. Up next, a few more tidbits on the market. And Amazon and Jeff Bezos. And anti-Semitism. Having nothing to do with Jeff Bezos. That's up on Investor Day. America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Colbaugh. I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to let you know, so when I wake up in the morning, I read the Wall Street Journal cover to cover. And what I mean by that is I don't read every word, but I, I look at every article, and typically I'll read the first couple of paragraphs of each article and decide whether I need to go further. I read the New York Times. Yes, the New York Times. By, by the way, the New York Times is a fantastic paper. Great, great journalism. It's the political side that's insane. And the op-eds, I love reading that, even though... Uh, Most of them are just totally on the left of the left. But it's great to read that side. And then there's the real comic stuff, like a Paul Krugman, who's this Nobel economist. He's a socialist. He called Howard Schultz a fanatical centrist. So now if you're a centrist, you're fanatical. Anyway, so I read the New York Times, and again, I don't read every word, but I go through every article. And I can tell you this morning was a bigger read than normal. Some very interesting articles on things I did not know. 
Uh, I get the USA Today, but I'm contemplating getting rid of the USA Today because it's kind of like turning it to something like, remember like Newsweek and Time? They ended up being the size of pamphlets. USA Today has four sections, and I tell you, some of the sections, some days are just four pages and half of it's advertising. So memo to USA Today, get your act together. And then I'll read Bloomberg articles, and I, I, you get the point. So I'm reading all that, and I kind of get a feel for the masses and what they're thinking about the markets. And I have to tell you again, I am getting nothing but world is ending, we're going into recession, crap's going to happen. Now, you know me, I'm a factual guy, I believe in the numbers, I don't believe in opinion, and when I tell you we're $22 trillion of debt, by the way, we're $22 trillion of debt, when I tell you we have trillion dollar a year deficits, we have trillion dollar a year deficits, when I tell you that this coming year, more than $500 billion, the first $500 billion of our tax dollars are going towards interest, not towards the elderly, not towards the downtrodden or the indigent, not towards the kids, not towards the roads and bridges, no, the interest, it's true, brought to you by all these lifers in the political world. Yet they're out there telling us they're leading, they're here for us. No, they're not. They're here for, to solidify their power base. Anyway, so that's my mornings. And, you know, throughout the day, I regurgitate a lot. Is that the word, regurgitate? Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, not that way, the other way. Uh, I just, you know, I constantly am keeping up. I get briefing.com, which is just this place that updates things that happen throughout the day. And I'm on the Drudge Report, Daily Mail, just, just stuff just to see what's out there and you get a feel for things. And they, they also got this Google News, so I'm able to see some crazy stuff also. Uh, and, and that's how I, you know, I'm on top of things. Uh, I don't believe in letting anything pass me by. It's very rare when I don't know something. Just because I read, not because I'm a genius. I just read. And I taught my kids the same thing. Hopefully they're following the footsteps. Because you never know who you're going to meet at a uh, party or at a bar or in a restaurant. And when you can talk the talk, you never know what that means. Anyway, so uh, the good news, I think, is all I'm hearing is the end of the world's coming. It's like the Game of Thrones. Which I think is good for, I think may be good for markets. And it's not just Paul Krugman calling for a recession. And the only reason he's doing that is he's hoping for one so uh, a socialist can get in the White House. But there's just a lot of talk like that. And we'll see. If the market starts breaking down, we'll talk recession again. Speaking of breaking down... So Amazon wants to move into Long Island City, New York, and now the politicians, I think the local politicians in New York City do not want them there, and they're doing everything possible to keep Amazon because they're saying subsidies are bad. We're giving them too much money to come here. That's wrong. And you know me, I'm not a subsidy guy, but I'm also an investment guy. You see, to me, a subsidy is what you give to Solyndra that really had no business, and it was a pie-in-the-sky shot based on who's friends with who. But Amazon would only get paid by the city if they actually met their numbers. So who needs 25 to 50,000 people making 150 grand a year? Who needs real estate prices to go up? Who needs uh, restaurants and retail to do better? Screw them. And I've got to tell you, if I'm Jeff Bezos at this point in time, there are five fingers on your hand, not your thumb or the finger next to your thumb, not your pinky or the finger next to the pinky, but there's this other finger. I would take it and put it up into the air at these people and find the place that wants me. And by the way, there are dozens of cities that want Amazon. Think about this. Amazon says, here's what you're going to invest, but we're only, you're only going to invest it if we come through with what we're telling you we're going to do. But no. The socialists will not have that, but they will. Use taxpayer dollars. For what? 
And speaking of Bezos, I was asked to comment on this, so I will comment on it, even though it has nothing to do with you and your money and all that other stuff. So I am going to comment on it. If it smells like blackmail, if it tastes like blackmail, if it looks like blackmail, I'm going to suggest it was blackmail. And as I read the letters, and then listened to the attorney for the, what is it, the National Wachmadoogie? The attorney will look there with a straight face and say, no, it's not. But for me, maybe I'm just a doofus. The letter defines blackmailing somebody. If you do not do this, we are going to do that. Which means we're going to publish your pictures that you probably shouldn't send, by the way. That just... Another memo from Gary to you guys, you know. I've never understood that. Men are so weird, if you ask me. But I'll leave that for... You know what I'm talking about, right? Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Anyway, I'm only talking about it because I get emails on it. So, uh, message to Bezos. Lay off the pictures. Message to, what are they, the National Enquirer. Who are you trying to kid? And that's Gary's take on that stupidity. And I love the fact that you guys asked me to comment on things like that. Dow down 58, but the S&P's up 1. NASDAQ's up 10. Transport's up 130. That's good. Let me take a look at how the transports look while I got you here. They are trying to do better. How's that? Transports above the 50, but below the 200, like most everything else. Uh, Union Pacific in the transports, uh, trying to break out of range. FedEx, trying to break above the 50-day moving average. And as I mentioned, Norfolk Southern, I read what they said. I don't understand why it was up. Uh, it was up 8 earlier. It's 590 as we speak. And again, uh, a decent day for growth with a bunch of uh, software names reporting in uh, the week ahead. And what I will do in a couple of minutes I will give you the list of the stocks that gapped up recently, and we promise nothing about them. We don't tell you to buy them, sell them, short them, or cover them, but just letting you know they gapped up on earnings, and typically there's something to watch as we move forward. And as I speak, by the way, it's 348, and typically what markets have done in the recent past is rallied it to the close. So we will take you into the close. That'll be up next on this, the one that we invest today. You're listening to... What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action! Gary and welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. It is uh, 3.49 p.m., so we'll take you very close to the close, around 3.57, 3.58. You'll have to deal with the last two minutes. Sorry. Dow down 64, S&P down a little less than, uh, up a little less than a point. NASDAQ up 8, NASDAQ 100 down 4. SOX up almost 5, transports up 119. Not bad on the advanced declines. Uh, in the Dow, Disney down 2, Home Depot down 1 and 3 quarters. United Health down 5 and change. Boeing and Apple each down a buck. On the upside, nothing up more than a buck today, interesting enough. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Yeah, but not bad action. Don't worry about the Dow being down 65. It's a few down names. A few down names. And again, this week, uh, let's see what I got for you. This week, Twilio, a leading uh, growth name. HubSpot, a leading growth name. Cisco, that's in the Dow. Uh, their estimates are going to be to 
earnings to be up 15% plus. Marriott, which is the king of the hotel world now, as they have bought everybody. Coca-Cola in the Dow. Applied Materials, an important semiconductor name. Deer. Pepsi. And speaking of Deer, you know it's Valentine's week, right? So take care of your better half. Please. Still not seeing anything on the insider buying front, ladies and gentlemen. Not, not a lick. There's one here, one there, where an insider bought, but nothing where that stands out where I can say, dang. You remember when we reported to you that Steve Wynn bought $100 bucks of his stock? I think it was like 60 bucks or something like that. Went to 200 after that. That's the type of stuff we're looking for, and we're finding nothing that resembles that. I don't know if that's meaningful to the market or not. We're just making a point. Just ain't happening. Uh, insiders are not what they used to be. We used to be able to report a plethora of insider buying by the people that are, by the way, legal insider buying by the people in the know. And we are no longer able to do that uh, right now. Uh, let me, uh, what is it, 351? Okay, let me, now down 67 S&P, down a little, uh, up a little less than one. NASDAQ down eight. Racism, since you're asking. So there's this woman from Minnesota that's been going on anti-Semitic rants. And as you know, I'm Jewish. Uh, she's been an anti-Semite forever. She still got elected. Uh, I believe she, she is Muslim. Uh, and we don't give these people any quarter whatsoever. She apologized today for anti-Semitic rants. And it had to do with Jews and money, you know, the usual BS you, you, know, you hear. And she's apologized. And of course, we, don't, we are, believe in second chances, but she has a lifetime of anti-Semitism. Roger Waters from... Uh, uh, what's it called, uh, Pink Floyd, you know, all that stuff. And we just, you know, we, we don't believe in those apologies because she's apologizing because Nancy Pelosi ripped her, you know, a new one. It just continues to amaze us. I, I told you the story when I was 13 or 14 years old, me and uh, we were a junior uh, tennis tournament, me and uh, uh, another player who happened to be black went to this little restaurant that said selective clientele only, and uh, they turned my friend down, and then when they realized I was Jewish, they turned me down too, and I was just a little snot-nosed kid, and I said, you know, our money is good as those people's money, and they couldn't give a crap, and we were out of there, and that was that. It was down on uh, Sinesta Beach, South Florida. We're, we're so amazed that to this day... Anyone can see anybody else and hate them for their race, creed, or color, or gender, and all, all that. Uh, we're just continually and utterly amazed how that continues to occur. I was watching some video of a guy say, was asked, well, uh, he's a complete racist on black people. Well, what if you had a heart attack and the only person around was a, was a black uh, doctor? Would you let him uh, take care of I die. What? It's a you know. Just remember, ladies and gentlemen, life ain't a dress rehearsal. It, it really isn't. Not not a bit. We don't know what's in the after. So why not do the easy part? The easier part is just to not hate and not be racist, not be a scum. By any of them. By anybody. And we will continue to call them out in every way, shape, or form. Just amazing to watch. It's good to know that all us Jews only care about money and nothing else. 
from a representative from Minnesota who now apologizes for a lifetime of anti-Semitism. You all think about that. The next time you have a little inkling, and I'm not here judging or anything, but man, oh man, oh man, it's time. You have to have a clean evening, drive carefully. When you get what you like to do, simple procedure. Make sure you have your children right night off. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.